Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading Loving the Texas Lawman by Charlene Sands. The unusual case of a cop facing a moral dilemma who doesn't kill anyone. Welcome back to the Amazon Book Club. My name is Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hello, I'm Shane Burke. And this week we're reading a book called Loving the Texas Lawman by Charlene Sands. You love it. Uh, This is part of the Forever Texan series. Book two, if you can believe it. Texas Forever. We're back to our old old tricks, reading a later book in a series. I was glad that we stopped doing that and we seem to be regressing. You know what? They always make one free book in the series, and it's always—it's never the first. You would think it would be the first, just to get them hooked. No, nope. they and want you to. Like go, the first they want you to like the second one so much that you go back and buy the first. It's like when you do crack the first time. You know, you remember that? They're like, if first hits free, just come back later. No, it's like when you watch The Matrix Two. Yeah, that's Matrix also Reloaded. That's and you're all, like, no, that one's so good. I need to see the well, first. One. That's also exactly. the first time I did crack is when I saw The Matrix Two, Matrix Reloaded. It was really good. So. Anyway, Ganesh, what do you think? You want to read us a synopsis of this uh, book? For our first-time listeners out there, Austin, what do we do <laughs> oh, on this busted. podcast? We haven't, done this in, you, we haven't done this in so long. Yeah, I kind of loosened up a little bit, thinking that you'd change your ways. And you've become a taskmaster. Strict, but fair. What we do on this podcast is we read free ebooks from Amazon Prime, but we don't actually read the book. We read the first page, we read the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page. Five pages of a book. And we use that little incomplete bit of information to determine whether or not this author has wasted his life. And I read them to you guys like you are my small children getting ready for bed. Are you expecting like a lot of new listeners on this one? (laughs) (laughs) You're speaking as if we're about to get some kind of bump. And as far as I'm aware. I've been shilling it in the streets a lot. I've been looking at the numbers, buddy, and they are steady. Steady as she goes is what I always say is good. Two listens a week. That's what we get. And that's us. It's just two. We don't know which one's not listening Me. i don't listen to this. it hurts hurts to hear you know uh, what guys ganesh does read to us and i enjoy it i love it yeah and i love it so much well, he often reads to us off the air too this he is uh, just a small fraction of the amount of reading ganesh does to us we call those practice yeah but we're also tucked in a large bed and wearing nightcaps and we're falling asleep He's, uh, he's a method reader. It's helps, it helps. It helps the podcast go on. I sit in a rocking chair. I have my glasses way far down my nose. Mm, he has a very tall candle that's dripping wax onto the floor. And I'm a smoking a pipe. Big well, glass of milk. Yeah. Goes great with my pipe. Yeah. Opium. Uh, all right. So, Ganesh, how about you read us off the uh, synopsis of the book, please? Already. Can you get it the fuck over with? Loving the Texas Lawman, Forever Texan, <sighs> book two, Charlene Sands. I forgot it was go. called that. The last thing honorable Sheriff Jack Walker needs is a blast from the past. Damn. Mm. Ain't that right. But that's exactly what he gets when his high school love, now sexy lingerie designer, Jillian Lane, arrives on his doorstep needing his help and protection. I can't stop thinking of Blast to the Past, and I just keep thinking about Brendan Fraser. And Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. And Christopher Walken. I wish we were watching that instead of doing this, but okay, go on. I haven't seen that in a dog's age. Let's. We're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back. After we watch Blast from the Past, we're going to finish reading this book. Jillian is desperate to save her company. Barely there. That's a good name for a lingerie mm, shop. Yeah. And turning to Jack Walker, the town hero, is her only option. The trouble she left behind in California has followed her home, leaving Jack no choice but to protect her. Mm. Wait, guys, wait a minute. Hmm. So Jack is a name for John, so this guy's name is Johnny Walker. Oh, man. Ever heard of it? Yeah, the American Taliban? Yeah. I thought so. Sounded familiar to me. Unwittingly, Jillian's put everything Jack has ever wanted in life at risk. The years have not made it easier for Jack to say no to his first love, but saying yes may threaten all he holds dear. I could say no to my first love so easily. Do it right now. You want me to call him up? Do it right now. All right, hold on. Hello? You've been spooching with everybody. Snuffy, Al, Leo, Little Mo with the gimpy leg, Cheeks, Bony Bob, Cliff. They didn't answer. Huh. Well, you'll get him later. Yeah. <laughs> Jack may have the solution. Marriage. 
the temporary kinds. Huh? And how can a girl from the wrong side of the tracks refuse a marriage proposal from her one-time love? I would imagine pretty easily, but... Yeah, just say no. No, thank you. Not even thank you. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're right. Don't be polite. No. No. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand the plot. I, at least, a business I don't, owner. Right. Mm. But why, why, can, it, why can the sheriff save it? Well, there's a little bit of mystery here, because we don't know what kind of trouble she ran into, do we? No. Without, that's to be that, that remains to be seen, which I believe is the point of this podcast, right? No. In a way. I think we're going to read... Correct me if I'm wrong. We're going to read this book. Is that right? Oh, we, well, parts. parts of it. I, yeah. I think, okay, let's read the book. Let's jump into the first page of Loving the Texas Lawman. Do you think that we should have a podcast about New Kids on the Block called New Kids on the Pod? No. Bad idea. All right, we're going to jump in to the uh, first page of Loving the Texas Lawman. Chapter one. You know, it always starts with chapter one. Just change it up, guys. Mm-hmm. Or like, prologue. Yeah. You know what? Play with the form. Gravel crunched under Sheriff Jack Walker's boots as he exited his patrol car and headed for the cherry red sports car. Damn. Parked alongside the road just outside of Hope Wells. Damn, you know it's a hot rod when it's friggin' cherry and not just... Just red is for poppers. Yeah. For the poor. The, but cherry. The rabble. Sweet like cherry. Sickening. The Texas night sky twinkled above with bright stars, but on the ground his flashlight was his guide. Oh, it's nighttime. How can he tell it's cherry red? Could be a maroon this time of night. No, I mean cherry pops wherever. <laughs> That's right. Cherry pop and daddy's my favorite 90s band. Years of wearing a badge made him ready for anything. Did they do Zoot Suit Riot? Yeah. And that's it. And a lot of songs like Zoot Suit Riot with yeah. other funny names. Like? Poop like. Scoops. Poop Scoops. <laughs> oh, liar. I think that's a piece of it. Uh, hey, can we talk about how everyone in the 90s was in the like bowling and like the fucking 50s? That's uh, all there was to do, man. No, well, everyone wore like bowling shirts. You're right. They were going through a 50s kind of uh, revival. Revival. Were they? Why? I don't know. The 90s were kind of, it was kind of a decade of all previous decades. There was, except for the 80s, there was a lot of contempt for the 80s and the 90s. And now everybody loves the 80s. So, you think we're all going to love the mid 2000s? No, it was so ugly. Post 9 11, baby, the glory years. You know, when it was happening, I was like, this is the best anyone's ever looked. And then you look back. Wait, are you talking about the, you're talking about the mid-2000s? Yeah. yeah. Shane with his bleach blonde bowl cut. I was like, look at me, and I would swing it back and forth, Yeah, and all the people would go, ooh la la. But really, they would you say, look back, and it's awful. They would say, Shane, that hair really brings out the pop in your hemp necklace. I'd say, thank you, sir. Yes. A lot of flames. Mm-hmm. A lot of flames, a lot of spiky hair. It was like Guy decals. Fieri was in control. Yeah, like in control. Guy Guy Fieri is everything the mid two thousands represents in one human being. Um, yeah, pretty much. Well, that's nine eleven for you. Yeah, years of wearing a badge made him ready for anything, and he knew better than to think he'd find a driver in that car. Not with wishing wells, the town's natural flowing hot pool just fifty feet away. Lovers, that's close. Sorry, yeah, I, I was excited. That seems like something that would be far away. Yeah, you can throw a football that far, can't you? 50 feet? No way. <laughs> that was Shane's weak arms. They're twigs. Not these. Look at these things. He's atrophying before our eyes. Look at him. He's got the bends. He rolled here in a wheelchair. Well, I don't need my arms to walk. <laughs> There's no way. This building isn't handicap accessible. I dragged him up. Oh. Yeah, you have that little elevator thing. That takes you up one floor. What about the other couple floors? He dragged yeah. him. Oh. Who uses that? No one. Okay. Does that technically make this building ADA accessible that you have a little tiny elevator that goes one level floor so you don't have to climb one set of stairs? Like yeah, by sure. definition, the only disability, like what's the word? But you have a stair, front. you have a step to get in the front, right? Or is it a ramp? No, it's a step. So it makes no sense. Well, it's there. All right. So if you ever break your legs, Shane will be carrying you up. Well, no, not with these arms. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> no chance. Mm-mm. Lovers and others often frequented the waters past closing time. Past curfew, sometimes breaking. That was beautiful. Up. That was like a lyric. Lovers and others. I wish Lovers it was sung to me. Lovers and others. Keep going. Often frequented the water. Oh, he 
Yeah. Wow. Past closing time. Tell me that's not a beautiful song lyric. Past curfew. Oh, yeah. Yeah, throw some tambourine. Yeah. Sometimes breaking other Texas statutes as well. Oh, it doesn't get better from there. What if this whole bo- uh, podcast was just singing a book? That's a sing uh, No one book. would listen. You ready for a reboot? Can we reboot it? The Amazon Sing Song Club. We'll be right back. We're going to reboot the podcast. His mouth cocked up at the notion he'd broken a law or two at the wells in his younger days. Ooh. What goes down at the wells? Shooting fish. Stays at the wells. Is that what they say? Yeah. They do say that. Is this in Texas? Yeah. That means like rape and stuff. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) He's just disappointed in me. Oh, so disappointed. I'm just saying, be real. What are the people doing down in the fucking creek in Texas? It's not not a creek. It's a well. It's the watering hole. But Jack, it's not a creek. That actually is the, the correct way to say it. Go down the creek. But Jack didn't <laughs> rightly recognize the car, and that put him on alert. That's not cherry. Mm, mm. Mm, that's apple. That's chartreuse. <laughs> he crossed the road where gravel became wildflowers and then headed down the familiar path. As he came upon the gate, the chain link didn't appear to be jimmied. Mm. But that didn't mean much since the gate was more than climbable. More than climbable? What does that mean? It means you can step right over it. Oh. Ooh, that gate sucks. I could dance over it. That's how climbable it is. I'm doing. Never, I've never seen you dance in my life. Yeah, that's how climbable it is. I've seen you cut a rug. I've cut a no, rug. No, you have. How dare you lie? I've, Don't lie to the I've audience. Danced. I Don't would... you lie. You lie. You lie. You lie. You lie. Yeah. When, have you, when have you danced once in your life? At a I, wedding. I went to a nightclub with Austin, 80s theme, and I saw that kid dance all night long. All night long. <laughs> that was on. This is also the first, this is the same night I watched uh, The Matrix, too. There had never been a need to secure wishing wells with anything more than a strong link fence. Hope Wells being a peaceable Peaceable town for the most part. Uh, trouble with that one, huh? Peaceable. Yeah, it's we, not a word, is it? It is. Yeah. Well, I've heard it. I say it every day. Yeah. The honeyed sweet scent of star jasmine flavored the air as he drew closer. When Shane leaves the room, he goes, peaceable. And everybody's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, thanks. <laughs> His Thank- ears perked at the disturbance in the wells. A quiet swishing that only occurred when someone was upsetting the soothing waters. Don't do that. With what? Wagging their little nude ass in there? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what an image. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> You're trespassing at this hour. This is Sheriff Jack Walker. Is that, wait, is that Johnny? Johnny? Johnny Walker? Johnny Walker? Thought you went to Afghanistan, boy. Giving fair warning will... Giving fair... (laughs) Giving fair enough warning for a trespasser, he climbed over the gate. It's the pigs! He hoped like hell he wouldn't find two lovers going at it, hot and heavy. Telling you, wagging the nude ass. (laughs) You guys wagging ass down there? I thought I told you, kids. Stop wagging that ass. His flashlight illuminated the springs with a blast of brightness. God's day. I'm going to mm. bust this cherry red hot rod all up if you don't stop wagging that ass. Good Lord. That goes to sentence heaven. Sentence. That's a, that's a first ballot. Nope. Not two lovers at all, but one scantily clad woman. Uh, I'm, it sounds I think like- you only say when there's a WH. Yeah. A woman he recognized. She was wagging ass. <laughs> his eyes burned hot and his senses blurred. Oh, boy. Damn. He's going to be wagging ass. It's like he just ate a ghost pepper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Certainly. Drank a little bit of that Texas Pete. That's peaceable. <laughs> he shined the light just below the soulful baby blue eyes of the trespasser. Ooh. Damn. Now that's a trespasser. Jillian Lane. Oh, he knows her. What was she doing here? He didn't think he'd ever see her again. It had been years since Jillian had washed her hands of Hope Wells and of him. He was over her now. Right, I bet. I'm over her. We're all over. You've just met her. This guy's not over. All her. you know about her is that she's got uh, baby blue eyes. This and guy's scantily not, clad. You're not over somebody that's like, ooh, look at those baby blues. If I'm over somebody, I'm like, just don't look at the eyes. I don't, speak uh, for yourself, buddy. I don't trust people with bright blue eyes. No, they're all serial killers. It's too scary. Look at Paul Hollywood. He looks like a white <laughs> walker. <laughs> Paul Hollywood. We need to talk more about Paul Hollywood. Yeah. Maybe, let's do that for another podcast. We could call it Pod Hollywood. Pod Hollywood. 
Hollywood. Yes. Or Access Hollywood. We yeah. have to talk to him. Oh, that's good. What was she doing here? He didn't think he'd ever see her again. It had been years since Jillian had washed her hands of Hope Wells uh, and right. of him. I remember the first time you read that. He was over her, but cool and casual wasn't what pounded in his chest now. Instant disappointment at his reaction to her sent him back 11 years. Hello, Jack. Her soft, sultry voice filled him up with memories. I see you're still breaking laws, Jillian. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah, you like that? Mmm. This is hard to watch. Oh, it's terrible. Mm. Ganesha's making the eyes. Mm. Austin's making the noise. Mm. Mm. Uh, <laughs> a smile surfaced and the baby blues that had once done incredible things to him seemed just as potent now. If you turned it off, I don't blame you. She had charm and grace to spare. But how would you ever know? You didn't hear this. A trait he'd once thought was exclusive only to him. He'd thought he'd known her mind, too. But she'd proved him wrong in the end, and his grief had lasted too long to admit, even to himself. Uh, well, he sounds over it. As I recall, you helped me break more than a few, Jack. The moonlit waters flowed freely around Jillian's bare shoulders. Ooh. Are you telling me Jack used to wag ass in this well? <laughs> yeah. He said that's not all. That's not all he would wag in there. Oh no, he'd wag his little toes. Mm. Yep, wag his little hands. Yep, wag his little balls. Whoa, Whoa. pretty gross stuff. Yep. Just pretty, you know, pretty gross. And his penis. <laughs> no, please, this should be banished. That's is it? Uh, would you decree it to be sentenced? That was just all jail? sent. That was all sent to just uh, paragraph hell. Sentence. The whole thing. Well, I have never seen such a punishment. Well, in desperate times. What in the hell was the famous lingerie designer wearing underneath all that pooling water? A bikini? Nothing. A thong? <gasps> no. The woman ran a successful million-dollar company aptly named Barely There. I recall. Maybe Jillian wore next to nothing. Oh, yeah. Jack drew a deep breath, reminding him that Jillian wasn't the girl from the wrong side of the tracks anymore. Now, are we still on the first page? What's up with the wrong side of the tracks thing? She's clearly from the... She's poor. All right. She grew up on the wrong side of the tracks. You know you know when you go across the railroad tracks and it's, everything's just big factories puffing smoke into the air? No, that's both sides of the tracks in India. Well. Did you grow up there? Yeah, tell, tell us about that. I forget that. about that. Tell us about no. that. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. In that case, do you want to? Uh, are we still reading this? Is that the end? That can be the end. That was a that was a long was long a time long to spend on the first. That's page. a crazy. I did a very bad job of time management there, so that's not unusual. All right, should we jump ahead now to the twenty five percent mark? Oh. So you tell me. Wait, she drives that cherry car. Uh, we'll never know. Popping could have been anyone's. I think it's hers. Who else you would drive know? that? Who else in the world would drive that? But her. Stew. Stew, named after the dish. Anyway, guys, it's not let's all good, okay? <laughs> <laughs> skip, skip it. Here we go. We're jumping in to the 25% mark of Loving the Texas Lawman, Chapter 5. Is it really? It's Chapter 5. Oh, God. Jack exited the hardware store. That's where he lives. His arms loaded down with supplies needed to make repairs on his home. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to his home? Just enough information for me. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I had to go get some supplies to make repairs on my home. This Thank is like God. A, you know, he right? invited Jillian over and then she Tasmanian deviled through the whole house. Whoa, that's a reach. No, 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 no. That would be a wild first five chapters. They don't have those in or Texas. Four chapters. You know, they say Texas is the Australia of the U.S. I've uh, never heard no, that. No, never heard that before except for right now. And I didn't care for it. I like it. It actually makes a lot of sense. Not that the place wasn't livable, but now that he was fake engaged to Jillian, Ooh. he had to spruce up the place. Yep, we missed a whole bunch. <laughs> Some trickery going on. Oh, well, yeah, we missed a whole bunch. That's like, is this your first episode? Oh. We, we only missed four chapters. That's oh. a lot of chapters. Sounds like they're up to no good. Mm. Pulling tricks on the legal system. Uh, how this guy's a sheriff. How does he sleep at night? Breaking the law. Lock him up. Sure. Yeah, you know what? It's like Joe Arpaio. Pardon him. A new coat of paint 
would brighten the drab kitchen walls. A little handiwork to rehinge the bathroom cabinets would keep them from sticking, and installing two new overhead fans would keep the summer heat away. These don't sound like repairs. They sound like uh, perhaps renovations. Yes. Improvements. Yes. And you know what that is. That's a job for the Property Brothers. Well, I wouldn't go Property Brothers first. You mean stink and dimwitty? <laughs> stink and dimwitty? Yeah, you know, stink property and dimwitty property. The Property Brothers. You know, when you're born with a name like that, you're bound yeah, to be brothers. It's like a family business. <laughs> that do repairs. Or, I'm sorry, renovations. Yeah. If you're going to name your first one Stink, why don't you name the second one Dink? Well, it's a family name. Dimwitty. Don't, don't question a parent about their child. Yeah, the property family, you, it's they're, a classic family. American royalty. They're unimpeachable. Where are they from? Michigan? Minnesota? You know, I think they're from everywhere. Wow. Like Johnny Appleseed. We're all He here. relished the work that would keep his hands busy. And off Jillian Lane. Someone bumped his side and a bag of paintbrushes dropped out of his hand. Why so many? Oh, damn. <laughs> what are you painting? Just get a roller. Does all the work for you. He fumbled to keep the rest of his purchases from emptying onto the ground. I leave, please, my purchases. Damn is right, friend. It was Colby. And Jack figured the accidental shoulder bump wasn't so accidental. I've dropped my supplies. Look, Colby, you've made a mess out of my supplies. Now, how can I do home repairs without my supplies, Colby? You imbecile, you Col fool. Colby. Their names are Colby and Jack. Oh, man. Put them together, you know what you got. Cheddar. No, uh, no. Colby Jack. It's Cheddar, baby. Cheddar. Woo. Cheddar. I would like. If, Do you guys like Cheddar? I um, love it. I would love it if we could make that Ganesha's catchphrase. Cheddar, cheddar, cheddar baby. baby. Once an episode, Ganesh has to say Cheddar, baby. Cheddar, baby. Sounds like a like a. Frank Sinatra. You want to talk about getting more listeners. That's what you got to do, all right? You got to market yourself. Yep. Cheddar Baby. Cheddar Baby t-shirts. Cheddar Baby visors. Yep. Cheddar yep. Baby boxers. All right, let's do it. Condoms. Yep. What? Urinal, what? urinal cakes. Yeah. We're going all the way with right. Cheddar Baby. And they all smell like cheese. Yep. Like Colby Jack, believe it or not. Yeah. But it's been sitting out in the sun too long because that's how I like it. That's just enough time. What are you trying to do? Knock me to the ground, Cole? Colby bent to pick up the paintbrushes. I should, being as I'm last to know you got engaged to Jillian. Ooh, little boy gossip around town. He jammed the bag into Jack's chest. Had to hear it from one of my hands at the Circle R. What's up with that? My hands are dumb as hell. They don't hear about stuff unless it's like the most popular thing in the town. Hey, baby, hands is talking. Nothing, 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 nothing's up. What's that? How much? Nothing? No, nothing's up. She came back to town and we reconnected. Oh. Hey, 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 Cheddar, baby. <laughs> that fast? Don't care for it being interjected into the story. It, that's like such like a Sinatra or like some kind of I gangster line. So hey, Cheddar Baby cheddar twice baby. has reminded you of Frank Sinatra. Yeah, because he is the Cheddar Daddy. <laughs> that fast? She's only been in town a few days. Your engagement is already posted in the newspaper from what I hear. Jack shrugged. Yesterday... Jillian had asked that the announcement be printed as soon as possible, and already this morning, three people from HW Hardware, as well as Colby, had questioned him about it. Man, they must be really close with the people who work at the hardware store. Or, you know what? They might read the newspaper. Mm. Mm. This is a small town where the news is just people who live there. Talk. People talk. Hey, people talk, baby. Am I right? You're right. You're Am right. I right. When you're right, you're right. Throw, can you throw on a little mustard on that? Can I do it? A little Cheddar, bit. baby! <laughs> By noon, all of Hopewell's would know Sheriff Jack Walker was engaged. <laughs> Again. I gets what I want. <laughs> Ooh. The Wait, he's been engaged twice? Is that what I'm hearing? Perhaps more. Mm. Why stop at two? Mm. Three? Three engagements? Four? Mm. At once? Mm. Per year? Mm. The lies and deception wore on him. All he could do was play the part and hope for the best. I mean, I knew you always had a thing for her, but when she left town and broke your heart, I thought you'd washed your hands of her. Would have been the smart thing to do. He had. But that's not Sheriff Jack's predilection. It had taken him some years, but he had finally moved on with his life. Yet there had been times when he'd catch sight of a blonde woman with a killer body in town from some distance away and his heart would flip, <laughs> thinking it was Jillian. What do I see out there? Is that a blonde woman with a killer body? <laughs> that is some distance away. I don't think this guy's fit to be a... A lawman? A lawman. No, most aren't. 
Well, in Texas, <laughs> especially everybody in Texas is fit to be a lawman. Just put on your little boots and your little outfit, and your little buckle and your little uh, what you call it, the uh, hat. Yeah, ten gallon, right? Yeah, drink your milk, have your whiskey. Ten gallons, right? Yeah, yeah, ten gallons. Or he'd hear a song on the radio and think of her. Mm. Even this Chumbawamba, I get knocked down. Ah, <laughs> uh, reminds me of a better time. Ah, uh, Jillian, what was your breakup song? If you, if you <laughs> excuse me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was my breakup? No, song? I'm just saying when you get broken up with, you know, people do different things. What, what was your? Mm. What helps you get over it? Oh, well, marijuana for one. Two, uh, Fiona Apple is criminal. Oh yeah, nice. Oh me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, me? new radicals. You get what you get. Yeah, Shane broke up when he was eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tough one. I think you're probably like ten, right? Was it a ninety-eight? What are we talking about? The I, new radicals. Yeah. When are we not talking about the new radicals? The criminal came out in like 97. Well, I was listening to it later. Oh. And well, also, I did break up then. <laughs> are you implying that I was listening to it in 1998? You know what I was doing in 1998? Yo, Austin was slinging that dong when he was nine. Whoa, dude. buddy. <laughs> Excuse didn't me? you know? Why would you say Excuse that? Didn't you know? I, Excuse me? I didn't know you like this. The narrator speaks like that? Back down. Disgusting. Back in your I'll hole. Just, I'll just refer you back to my catchphrase and that'll clear everything up. What was that again? Don't you fucking dare. You need to earn it. All right. Just Even the sweet smell of strawberries at times reminded him of how her hair smelled when he kissed her. Mm, cool. It's called shampoo. Mm. Everyone uses it. Oh, it's called shampoo. Is that lice shampoo? Mm. Obviously, <laughs> things have changed. Do I smell Selsun blue? <laughs> smells like a pool. Mm, you smell like a menthol cigarette. Uh, reminds, sulfur too. Reminds me of my grandmother. Jack said. Jillian came. <laughs> Jillian came. Jillian came back. Excuse me. Enough of that word. Jillian. <laughs> Gillian, she came. We all get it. She arrived. Jillian came back. <laughs> she returned. God damn it. <laughs> 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 Love you guys. <laughs> Jillian. <laughs> this is like a revving engine. We'll get it. Jillian, Jillian, Jillian. <laughs> Jillian came back to one of her shops in town, and you know how it is. Colby scrubbed his jaw. You sure about this? He nodded. There was no doubt his friend was watching out for him. Jack thought he'd been sure about Jolene. Mm, never sure about Jolene. And that had been a disaster. Mm. Yet, when she had left him, he hadn't been all that broken up. It was more embarrassment than heartache that ate at him. He let himself believe Jolene was the one for him, and he'd been proven wrong. I'm sure. He hated lying to his good friend, but the fewer people he knew about their little marriage bargain, the better. There'd be less chance of the secret getting out, and he didn't want to put his friends in the position of having to lie for him. Huh. Well. Really would like to know what that uh, arrangement was. What is he getting out of all this? Hmm, maybe some new handcuffs. Hmm, because yeah. he's a lawman. That's right. Who knows? We'll see. Maybe. Do you think we'll jump ahead and find out? I'm thinking he's getting money. Money? I'm thinking he's getting a nice banana hammock Whoa. with a holster attached to it. All right. Well, that's a weird guess. It's a great imagination. Who minds in the gutter this episode, Ganesh? Uh, we're going to put Ganesh in timeout, uh, <laughs> and we're going to come right back with... uh hose him off. I think. Yeah, he needs a cold, cold shower. Ice cold. Uh, 50%? Is that coming up? Is that right? I never know. Why do I host? Let's jump ahead to the 50% mark of loving the Texas lawman. That's why I host. We've not jumped many chapters at all. How many pages is this book? Uh, maybe 20. I'm not asking you to guess. I'd like to know the actual answer from the reader. Ganesh? 270. Wow. Mm. But only, okay. That's on ebook page. We're halfway through and we're only in chapter eight. Those are long chapters, right? <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> confirmed. 
Don't like the sound of that, Al, but I accept it as an answer. Uh, we're jumping in now to chapter eight, the 50% mark of loving the Texas lawman. In a town the size of Hope Wells, news of the town's heroes. Engagement party was noteworthy and local journalists and photographers were Town is welcomed. still abuzz with the engagement and 50% of the way through the book. Get over it, people. Come on. This is like a day at best. You care about an engagement. Were welcomed to the Big Bash. The town's mayor, Judd O'Brien, strutted in. The mayor's here? Judd. Mayor Judd? Using the party as a way to make his own headlines, taking handshake photos with Jack, and joking about being out of a job if Sheriff Jack Walker ever decided to go into politics. Mm. He can't handle the grassroots politics. Hey, with a name like Jack Walker. Yeah, but this guy puts a lot of people to death. Jack's mouth immediately detoured south at the suggestion, and everyone around them laughed. I mean, not as a judge, but as a police officer. And future governor of Texas. Jillian stood off to the side with Jack's dad, which was probably a mistake because Monty Walker didn't hold back when something was on his mind and damn the consequences. I want to name my son Monty Walker. That's a great name. Do it. Okay. Can I give my son a a last name other than my own? I don't see why not. It's called a middle name. But I don't want, I want it to be the last name. Then totally do it. I can do that? Do it. Is that, is, is that real? Can I do that? Yeah. You can give your kid any name you want. That totally. can't be right, can it? You have full control. Full control. You're the Lord to your kid. Huh. Yeah, if you want to name your kid Wendy's McDonald's, you can. I don't. Well, first. But you could. What did I should. want to name my kid? I just said it. Monty I, Walker. Mm-hmm. Let's hear more about him. You look dazzling tonight, Jilly. And the house has never looked better. You got candles glowing inside. I know. Lights glowing outside. I lit them. Fine food and drink. I'm impressed. You sure know how to throw a party. Thank you, Monty. It wasn't hard putting it together. That's my boy, Monty. I really didn't do much but pick up the phone and make the arrangements. Monty is observant. Mm. Jack busted his butt working on the house this week. Yeah. Wagon to bust it. Yeah. Yeah, he's a hard Oh, that worker. sounded like a train coming in the distance. I thought you were doing sound effects. <laughs> you know, you and my boy make a fine couple. He whispered into her ear, won't be long before you make this union the real thing. Hmm. <laughs> Great. Love a pervert. Jillian quickly glanced around, making sure they were truly out of earshot of any party goers. Listen, Monty, I'll fucking gut you like a trout. <laughs> Shh, Monty, please. Just saying what's on my mind. Well, put it out of your mind. It would never work. Oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll be going. But Monty just kept kept on talking. Okay. Sounds like Monty. I see my boy seeking you out every second. He's free tonight. His eyeballs land on you. That means something. Is Monty like a wingman? And you don't know what will work. Unless you try. Is he coming up? <laughs> I, God, I wish that you God, would... you're reading this like the the bad guy in Toy Story 2. Yeah, I wish... Kelsey Grammer as yeah. the prospector. The prospector. That's who I'm thinking about. That's your thinking you're about? You're channeling All that? the time. Night, oh. day. Oh, that's d- disturbing. You know, when the prospector turned out to be bad, yeah. as a child, or a teen probably, I was <laughs> completely... Uh, blindsided by yeah. that. So that's when Shane learned the concept of betrayal. Yeah, he didn't think Kelsey Grammer could be a bad guy. No. No, 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 no. No, not Frazier. Not Frazier. But Jillian did know. Jack had made his feelings clear on the subject. He didn't want to tear open an old wound. He hates the drama. Mm, I when, don't like drama. When he was still trying to heal from the other injuries in his life. But Jack, they call you Johnny Drama. A mother abandoning her family. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> A fiancé calling it quits. He didn't want a replay of the past, and he was protecting his heart. She had firsthand knowledge of that healing process. It was hard and bitter at times with no guarantees. They had made a pact. Theirs was a win-win bargain, and they were to keep any personal involvement to a minimum. It sounded simple on paper, but living the deception wasn't quite so easy. Now, isn't that always the case? Yeah, it's like that movie, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. My Uh, favorite movie. Great movie. Kind of like fools rush in. Uh, kind of like that. Every time I've engaged in deception, I, I've I've always gotten my comeuppance. I don't know about you guys. I feel like it just never works. And, uh-huh. uh, oh, I see. Can you? Looks like he's deceiving me now. <laughs> Could it be him? No, not no, Ganesh. Sir. He's a good boy. He's the sweetest lad. I'm a sweet boy. 
Cheddar, baby! That's upsetting. He's a devil. I think we've gone too far. Let's retire Cheddar, baby. Let's retire the podcast. (laughs) All she had to do was look at Jack, and her heart began to flutter. Dressed in a slate gray two-piece suit. Mm, Shirt and pants. (laughs) (laughs) The two pieces. He's got a, a gray uh, sweatshirt and a gray sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Believe it or not, I wear two pieces to work today myself. Every, every morning I get up and I put on those two pieces. Hardest thing I do all day. I put my two pieces on like everybody else. I'm a regular guy. Put my piece on one leg at a time. Did I ever tell you about this field trip my school <laughs> was going on? No. Uh, all right. This is a little glint, uh, little glance at cow shit road. Man, take us there. How? What? First of all, let's just acknowledge the fact that Shane has Stockholm syndrome enough that he calls his own upbringing cow shit road. Well, that's pretty lame. Um, <laughs> anyway, our school was so small that for special field trips, um, what's they, a special field trip? I don't think we want to go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> let's take it at face value. For all the. Uh, <laughs> For me and my fellow special classmates. Uh-huh. Special uh, boys. Were you special in the good way or special in... Let's leave it at special. You know, you know, and the way Shane we know right now is special. Look at him. He's glowing. He's yeah, a bouncing he's art, special artistic boy. Artistic boy. Yeah. And honestly, down there in the hills of uh, Western Virginia, if you're artistic, they basically put you in the, the slow class. Well, uh, that could be. I haven't really pondered that too much. Shane but- hasn't recovered. But you know what? Okay, it was an art-based field trip. We're going to go to like a fancy museum. Cool. And uh, the group was so small because no one else gave a shit about art in this tiny little school that instead of taking a bus, they gave us the smallest thing that they could transport children in, which was a station wagon. Whoa. That said dragons on the side. Because <laughs> that was the mascot. Jesus Christ. And... Instead of a bus, well, it might have been a bus driver, but it was like this old Mennonite woman. Man, this is school? Yeah. This is school where <laughs> this you're is from. School. <laughs> and it was Did you, like, the... go to school in the one-room schoolhouse? Um, Were you homeschooled? No. Okay. I went to a public school. Oh. And, okay, so get this. It was one of those station wagons where you have to like, sit in the back seat. I love You know, those. where you can yeah, see Yeah, you see out the back. You can flip all the people off. And this there. kid, this kid in our class, oh. was uh, got car sick. Because he wasn't used to seeing the road go that way behind him. I that happened to me. And so he threw up all over himself. But we were already too <laughs> far from the school to turn back. So they pulled him to a Walmart. And we were all this dressed. This is the best we Southern were, story. We were all <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've I've heard and lived in many of them, but this is a good one. <laughs> we were all dressed up because we were going to like a nice museum. Like what? What were you dressed up like? Like we all had like, like college shirts and like oh, little nice. ties and stuff. <laughs> And he had barfed all over himself, so they pulled into a Walmart, and they bought him a gray sweat jumpsuit, like a gray sweatshirt and gray sweatpants. A two-piece. A two-piece. And then we went to the museum, and he walked around with, like, the uh, curator or whatever, wearing this, like, outrageous outfit. They probably thought we were the biggest batch of, like, bumpkin kid You were. Dipshits. <laughs> You were there. We were. Uh, we pull up in a station wagon. One question. Uh, wood paneled? Wood paneled. Hell yeah. And they painted dragons on it. it looked they like painted a, dragons? It, it looked like a, no, the word dragons. Oh, man. Okay. For a second, and I was like, this was all just shitty. Ramp and up. it looked like five-year-old kids did it. Man, that's so good. I would love to know where that station wagon that says dragons on the side is. We called it the dragon wagon. Hell oh, fuck. Yeah. Man. God, yeah. Oh. So that's uh, a little bit about me. Also, we used to throw grapes out the back and hit cars. Damn. So we were bad. That's pretty badass, actually. Women eyed him openly. She couldn't blame them. Jack was a man who could make a girl giddy. Oh. Most men admired him, too. Oh, hey. All right. I like it. I'm I'm encouraged by that. Well, he's charming. Yeah. He had a sense of sarcastic humor that put smiles on faces. Sounds a little familiar to me. Jack had no idea his influence in this town. He had no idea how highly regarded he was. Come on, Jack. Pride filled her up inside, spreading out and overtaking the rational layers of good sense that kept her heart protected and her head on straight. Don't get caught up in the emotion of the day. It was true that Jack met her eyes several times tonight, but only to see if she was owning up to her part of the ruse. I have that framed on my wall. <laughs> Don't get caught up in the emotion of today. Yeah, I cross-stitched it for you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I look at it every day. Yeah. I touch it. I Actually, I gave that to Shane the first Friday we knew each other. 
We met on a Wednesday, that Friday. I just Change. felt like I he had touched me in a way that I wanted to reward him, and he's paid me back in full every day since. Married on Saturday, divorced on Monday. You changed my life. Yeah. You really did. Can you not so much? Can you ruined my life? <laughs> we actually just found Ganesh six months ago on the side of the road begging. <clears throat> Let me read to you. Let me read. Yeah, he was screaming this on the side of the road. The first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark of the last page. Yeah, he, it's, it's disturbing stuff. Let me read. Where would you guys even be without me? I'd be at home. I had a lounging. lot of free Wednesdays. I'm just talking about your life in general, not, not this podcast. Oh, I'd do significantly less drugs. <laughs> it was true that Jack <laughs> met her eyes several times tonight, but only to see if she was owning up to her part of the ruse. He was checking in, making sure she was playing her role. Mm-hmm. Jillian spotted Ella milling about, looking a little lost, and eyeing the front door as a means of escape. Jillian wasn't going to let that happen. Will you excuse me for a second, Monty? She asked and sauntered off in Ella's direction without giving a, him a chance to respond. Damn, are we still in that conversation with Monty? Ella, hi again. <laughs> Jillia grabbed her attention before she could make a run for it. Two hours ago. Let's stop there. Oh. We're running real long, so. Oh, yeah. That's let's, fine. Uh, let's jump ahead. I've been saying we should take this podcast up to three hours. Let's jump ahead. Let's people, jump ahead. People got time. To the. I've got all. To the 75%. The, no, wait. I've got all the time in the world. Let's jump ahead to the 75% mark of loving the Texas lawman. there a vape ghostbusters crossover because you're right the imagery of ghostbusters is vape like anyway we'll save that for another podcast on the original kings of content network ganesh are we jumping into the 75 percent mark here of loving the texas lawman texas forever okay no don't recall that chapter 11 jillian's grand opening was going great she opened her doors at 10 a.m to a rush of customers Come on in. She realized many of the ladies of Hope Wells might have simply been curious. Come on in, you curious coots. Then that was all right. It's all right with me. Won't <laughs> <laughs> more of that. But the, but the sales in the first two hours were strong for a soft opening. Keep on buying. (laughs) (laughs) The atmosphere was open and friendly, inviting people in with pastel balloons and soft background music. Oh, enjoy my balloon. (laughs) All right, it's done. Shane's (laughs) Shane's cutting himself off. Oh my God, he's just throwing up. (laughs) Ella had come by with a platter of her delicious pastries. (laughs) How many uh, podcasts that hosts cough as much as we do? It's a lot of coughing. Oh, just un. We're not well. Unapologetic coughing. And that's just the stuff I don't cut out. Yeah, there's easily thirty minutes. We're gonna have a. <laughs> this is gonna be a new podcast on the Original Kings of uh, Content Network. Sick boys, sick boys, and it's just gonna be all the cut coughs from the other podcasts we make. Oh, there's some real chunky ones. Uh huh. It's a new kind of ASMR. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't sell it as that. What is ASMR? It's what I put on at night to go to sleep. What? Is, what? What is it? It's like people snapping and, and tapping and doing weird little shit. Crink- crinkling paper. Yeah. Why? Doing little kissy noises. I eat, hate this. Eating food. Rub, people rub, say it's like uh, someone like directly poking your brain. Massaging pillows. That sucks. Putting on makeup. Do you still listen to Rain? Oh, yeah. I have a noise machine. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also used a Rain. Do you still listen to Rain? I listen to yeah, Rain. Yeah, if it's raining outside, yeah, sure. No, dummy. I listen to like white noise at night to go to sleep. Shane's referencing that because he knows how I sleep. <laughs> I do. Why do you know how I sleep? <laughs> he watches me. We shared a bathroom one time, and <clears throat> late at night I'd go pee, and then I could hear like gentle rain yeah. and like little forest like jungle sounds. So, you know, I like don't, I don't care for that as much. I used to do that too, but then I had one where it was like sounds of the safari, and it was gentle rain for the most part. But there was one where in the middle of the track was just a lion oh. roaring. Oh, no. That's too much. No, that's when you're supposed to time that for the wake up. 
That's the alarm. I like a. I would like a thunderstorm. I try like a gentle one. Sure, thunder, good. I try to just go for rain, white noise as close as possible. I do not care for the birds and you know the rustling of leaves and lion attacks and what have you. Yeah, it's too much. It's distracting. Not now I just listen to EDM when I go to bed. Uh, yes, that's right. That's why your brain is mashed potatoes. Yes, as we've discussed in a prior podcast, Ganesh sleeps very few hours, wakes up in the middle of the night screaming, has to shower to calm himself down, throws up. It's a whole mess. Gets back in bed, wakes yeah, up, it's sweaty a, again. It's a vicious cycle. Rarely has time to work or play. Cookies were handed out on trays and water bottles were at the ready, too. Oh, good news. Marla Barker's employment at the shop brought in many of her cronies. And vintage there was getting off to a good start. Shout out to my cronies. Even Joan, the other Barker cousin, had come in and managed a very polite, You have a nice store here. Are you one of the Barker cousins? Not my store. No Barkers allowed out here, hot hell. <laughs> it must have killed her to say it. And Marla had stood there by her side, nodding her head in approval, and that had been that. Marcy was proving to be a well-organized manager. She moved gracefully in the store, guiding the customers and explaining about different fabrics. Ooh la la. Jillian stood behind the counter, taking it all in. This was her 20th store. And that Whoa. in and itself was she a franchise milestone. It? Damn, a mogul. But having it here in Hope Wells meant more to her than she'd ever imagined. Stacking paper. Making that bread chowder. That's my thing. What? Uh, uh-oh. It's a chowder. Uh-oh. <laughs> the exception. Shane's competing catchphrase. Hey, chowder. Now hey, chowder. Now we're talking. We played against each other. Drive the sails through the roof. Here, I got it. We'll do a one-two. Hey, chowder. The acceptance she craved Mother as a young fucker. girl. I gotta say Shane's gaining traction. Finally be- being realized. The frequency with which Shane is saying Even hey, if chowder. she used a fake marriage to the town hero to garner it. It's much better. I'm reading to you. Yeah, be respectful, yeah, Chowder. You're right. We should be quiet. We should be quiet. Let's let Ganesh read. In time, she hoped the acceptance would be based on something more. Oh, great. We're done. By two in the afternoon, <laughs> the crowd was dying down and there was a lull. Her cell phone rang and she glanced at the screen. Jack. She smiled. In parentheses, John. <laughs> he promised to stop by this afternoon. She couldn't wait for him to see Barely there in action. John Walker, Taliban. <laughs> Do not call. She couldn't Lock. wait to see Jack, period. Jack took a lot of grief from his deputies for coming back to work right after getting married. He'd taken the heat because he'd had no choice. Jillian done, didn't want a honeymoon. She was too busy working on the opening of Barely There, and she'd been right to refuse him. Mm, workaholic. Lately, he'd tended to forget their marriage was a fraud. Feels so real. Jillian had come back to this town for one purpose and one purpose only, to get her company back on track. In this town? This economy? Good luck. Still, the guys razzed him about leaving a gorgeous new wife at home. Quit razzing me, fellas. Guys, it's a sham. That's when someone blows raspberries on your chest, right? Uh, Oh, yeah, like... That seems like harassment. Well, not if you're... Not if you're hanging with the guys. Not when when you're all lawmen. Mm -mm, Not with the guys. And the female officers only shook their heads at him as if to say, you dumb shit. Oh, And every woman secretly wanted to be whisked away by her new husband. Cool. Did you Um, want to comment there? You you done? Okay, great. You're just pondering that. He's he's staring off into the distance and his eyes are glossing over. Jack couldn't win, buddy. Uh Oh, there he goes. He's He's breaking up a little. He's collapsing. (laughs) Jack Jack couldn't win. It's wonderful. But he found... Jack couldn't win, but he found himself grinning like a fool anyway. He and Jillian clicked. How fortunate he was to come home to a woman at night that was happy to model sexual lingerie for him. What? I thought she designs it. Look, but don't touch. You daydreaming boy. <laughs> no, but that character needs to go. Is that Monty? Jack glanced up to find his father walking into his office. <laughs> oh. Ah, I know that little rascal. Daddy. Hell no, I'm not daydreaming. Daddy, I ain't daydreaming. Jack had a pile of folders on his desk, an official report on his lap, and a shitload of work to do. I'm doing a fucking shit ton of work with these papers, daddy. Now get that ass out of here, daddy. Get down when I ain't working when I'm working. Got these folders, daddy. Could have fooled me. Did you tell her yet? <laughs> uh, I hate Damn that. it, dad. <laughs> Jack said, gritting his teeth and lowering his voice. <clears throat> Close the door. Monty immediately spun around and closed the door, but didn't bother with the blinds. Nobody in the department ever shut them unless what was being discussed was top 
top secret, which wasn't ever the case in Hope Wells. What's a, what's top secret in a town like this? A town like this? Someone poisoned the water hole. Uh, yeah. a snake in my boots. <laughs> There's a snake in his boots. <laughs> yeah, it's There's a all, snake in your boots. This happens to all be Toy Story quotes. <laughs> A prospector's gone bad. Well, I know Western. Prospectors go. That actually would be really bad news in any town. The prospector's gone bad. Yeah, local town prospector. You don't want the prospector breaking bad on you. He flipped <laughs> to the other side. The, uh, He's putting gold back in the hills. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's out of fucking control. Respect the gold. You didn't, did you? <laughs> Monty eyed him suspiciously. Oh, Matias is dead. Jack ran a yeah, hand dude, down Damn. his face. Sorry, I fell asleep for a little bit. No, I haven't told her. I haven't told a soul. You're the only one who knows. What's it with you, son? You got life by the balls right now. Mm. You're getting everything you want. Man, I just watched Shane knock back a Bud Light while you said he got life by the balls. <laughs> that was a moment. I, when I die and I see my life played back to me, I want to see that. Well, I wanted to match it up so I could play it back. You do. You, Shane has life by the balls right now. Drinking Bud Light. Bud Light, this is another preemptive ad. If you're out there and you want to send us any money or, uh, you know. We don't want it. I don't want the drink. But if you have money, yeah, we don't want it because we have uh, morals. Is that right? No, because it tastes like pee and bubblegum. Man, if somebody was selling pee and bubblegum and was offering to pay us money, I'd advertise it. Well, I'm drinking this big bud light uh, from the Anweiser Bush family. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't want to get too drunk. I don't want to drink those big beers anymore. That is a large beer. Yeah. Well, in size-wise, but in strength-wise? Shane was drinking 15% alcohol, deep black German beers. Yeah. They're shocking. They're huge. It's not good for me, So guys. now he just drinks four tall boys of Bud Light, and he gets half a buzz. <laughs> but it's, ten uh, times the uh, bloat. <laughs> He's looking real puffy at the end of the night. You just roll him home. Was he? He wasn't so sure about that. About what? I have my own suspicions about why you haven't told Jillian about the adoption going through. Whoa. Excuse, Excuse me. me. Daddy-o, what are you saying, daddy-o? Now Dad. that ain't chowder, daddy. Oh, man, we got variations on it now. Dad, I already told you. The paperwork hasn't come through yet. I'm not going to say a word until that happens, just in case there's a snag. I don't want to risk Bew getting disappointed. <laughs> Bo, probably. Yeah, it's definitely Bo. Her. Bew. <laughs> Hello, Bew. Hey, is that Bew? Bew biscuits? Bull. <laughs> the paperwork is a formality. You're scared. That hit a nerve. He sat up in his seat. I'm not scared. I ain't yeller, boy. Ain't nobody call me yeller. Not even my daddy. Then why haven't you told her? Or Bew? It's been a week. I just told you why. Now go away. You're afraid she's going to walk out on you again, aren't you? You got to give Jillian more credit than that. She's... I know what the hell she is. He lowered his voice. She's my fake wife, Dad. I made a deal with her. Remember? Why the hell don't you admit that you love that woman? But damn, it's as plain as that there badge on your chest and everybody but you can see it. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be an idiot to fall for Jillian Lane again. She's out of my damn pay grade, Dad. What we have is a bargain, plain and simple. She's out of my pay grade, Daddy. That is a great sentence. And I reckon I ain't ever going to get there. I don't think I want to sentence the sentence heaven. I just want to. It's an honorable mention. Uh, I, You know, it's funny, Ganesh, reading these two parts back to back. Mm. I see the family resemblance <laughs> in the voices. You're right. Monty shook his head. He's put a lot of thought into this. You don't believe that any more than I do. He talks like this at work. He's a Jack sighed. Monty watched him carefully, then finally changed the subject. You got any leads on who pounced on you the other night? Ooh. I've pretty much nailed down who didn't jump me, but I've also <laughs> got a hunch about something and I'm checking into it. Well, it ain't my fake wife. Mm-mm. Assaulting an officer like that, it's got to be someone with a vendetta. Now, who pounced on me? Someone sending a message. You want your back, son? Well, tough times for Jack. Aye. Well, uh... You got a thought coming? Or you... No, I don't. Okay, you're just winging it. All right. I'm breathing. Okay. Living. Can you, you know? Thoughts? Nope. That's right. I forget. Ganesh has to rest his voice immediately after he's done reading. Uh, he's drinking a hot tea with a little bit of lemon and honey. And we cannot interrupt him. Uh, so we'll be right back with the last page of Loving the Texas Lawman.
Okay, so we are heading to the last page here, rounding third and heading home. Uh, home plate. Uh, we're finishing up loving the Texas lawman. So, so far in this book, what's happened? All right. You got Jack Walker. He's the sheriff around these parts, you see? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Then you have his fake wife, Jillian Lane. Uh-huh. Right. Sexy. La- lingerie, small lingerie. business owner. Lingerie. That's a large business owner. She's got 20, 20 she's got 20 franchises 20, around the US. 20 franchises is good. She That's makes a million good. dollars a year. Yeah. Don't know that. That's could, nice. could be more. Could I'm be thinking less. more. 20 stores, you're probably making at least a million dollars a year on lingerie. Yeah, it's like Subway. Excuse me? Eat fresh. Okay, that's not cheddar, baby. Okay. Ah. And then you got uh, you got unruly dad who's in on the ruse. I love him, Monty. And it seems like Jack is adopting a child, oh, but so- has not told his wife or us. Well, we don't know like the the deal that they struck. I'm, that could be the deal. He's I'm adopting. assuming the deal doesn't involve adopting a child without telling. Your fake yeah, wife. but I have to, do you think she's gonna like it? Like I can't imagine how this ends well for anybody. Secretly adopting a child with your fake wife is a hole too deep to dig yourself out of, I'd think. But we're gonna find out right now. This could be an HGTV show. Could it? Well, it depends on the kid. What if we comes home with a little Chalamet? Then it'd be a Disney show. When, Wait, when, what are you talking about? Wouldn't we all be blessed to have a Chalamet on our hands? I'd love to bring home a little baby Chalamet one day. I saw him on the Colbert show. Mm. He's a weird kid. Yeah, good kid. Are Mike. you guys going to see Beautiful Boy? No. Got yeah. your tickets? Nope. Not interested in his acting. Just him. <laughs> they laughed, and he took her into his arms. Huh. I'm crazy in love with you, Jillian. Oh, oh, good. I want you back as my real wife. I want you and me and Boo, oh, boo. to all be a family. Is that the baby? And before you say anything, I won't apologize for blaming you about the bicycle accident. It was wrong of me to condemn you that way. That's a good what random happened? thing to talk about at the end. <laughs> and by the way, I forgive you for the bicycle accident is the best thing to end a book on. It wasn't your fault. Accidents happen all the time. And sometimes there isn't a way to prevent them. Can you forgive me? Tessa said you were being a jerk. Tessa? Yes, don't hold it against her. She was defending you. She also convinced me to come back home. So yes, I forgive you. And Jack? I would die before letting anything happen to Boo. Do you love him too? <laughs> I do. I do. I love Boo. It's not hard to love that sweet boy. I love my little Boo. I missed him. I missed you. And I'm proud to wear your grandmother's ring. Oh. I'll try to do it justice as your wife. Jack's heart was ready to burst, but he had more to confess. Uh-oh. Jillian? In the year 2003, I linked up with the Taliban, <laughs> and I've lived to regret it ever since. Jillian, they keep calling. Jillian, they made a good point. Jillian, I don't have a good track record with women. My mom left when I was six years old and it broke my heart. Aww. I grew up without a mother. It hurt in ways I can't begin to explain. That's one reason adopting Bew was so important to me. I wanted that boy to have a good father, at least, like I had. Then years later, Jolene left me to pursue her career. Jolene. 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 This is the first Jolene who's aggrieving others and not being aggrieved. She wanted out of Hope Wells. and That has, song, right? It's about yeah. Jolene. She don't take my man. Mom. And as I look back at it. This Jolene. Not so nice. I look back at it. We were all wrong for each other. In the back of my mind, I thought you were going to leave me too for bigger and better things. You'd done that once already. Is that why you didn't tell me about the adoption going through? He began nodding. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's no way. Yep. That, that's not mm-hmm. written. Seems yep. really mm-hmm. honest. Yep. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I thought you'd leave before the wedding and not marry me if you knew. I'd gotten the verbal okay from the judge, and I was over the moon about it. <laughs> the judge was like, yeah, you can yeah. adopt him. What? I don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, take this little shit. Oh, you told your wife? Oh, no. Oh, that's fine. She'll be okay. Who's this? What's his name? Boo? Yeah, get this little boo out of here. He's been eating garbage. Get him out of here. Boo, 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 boo. Get him out of my garbage cans. I got in a verbal okay from the judge. Now I was over the moon about it, but I ran scared, and so I used waiting for the official paperwork to come through as an excuse to hold off telling you. And boo, you got to know how protective I am of that boy. I do know, Jack. So am I. He took her hand and squeezed. This is going to break your head right now. If you lay a hand on boo, I will destroy you. I was falling hard for you, and I didn't want you to back out of our bargain. You see, the problem is, I couldn't really admit that to myself until a few days ago. What made you finally see? Missing you. 
realizing you weren't to blame for Boo's accident. Oh, no. That's who was in the bicycle accident. Oh, she put Boo on a bike. Lost both of his legs. Off the cliff. Yeah, now he just has wheels. Realizing we could never be a family without you. Oh, Jack, I missed you too so much. And I wouldn't have backed out. I would have stayed. But after Boo got hurt... I realized I'd been nothing but a jinx to you. Because of me, you almost lost Bew. When those racy headlines appeared in the newspaper, you were forced to marry me. And then you were jumped by those awful men and... He touched his fingers to her lips. Never talk about those men again. (laughs) Shush. That's in the past now, sweetheart. And you aren't a jinx. I never once thought of you that way. You're the love of my life. And I pushed you away. I promise to never do that again. You mean everything to me. And I was on my way to bring me home. Sweep you <gasps> off your, your feet. feet. Oh. Uh. Jillian smiled. Hmm. You have. You do. I'm happy to hear it, sweetheart. I'm crazy <laughs> about you. I feel like everything he says, he's pointing yeah. right at her He's face. screaming. This is the role I was born to play. He's just uh, working up a sweat <laughs> over here. He's, just, he's tugging a Red Bull. Ooh. Jillian stared into his eyes. I may have to commute from time to time until I can arrange to run things from Hope Wales. That's fine, sweetheart. We'll deal with it together. Whatever it takes. I know I can make it through. If I hold up. I know I can make it through. You'll always have my support. Me the best. Jillian sighed a beautiful, hope-filled sound that told him it was all going to work out. They were meant to be together and no obstacle, whether big or small, could ever shatter the bonds of their love. I love you, lawman. Oh, fucking bootlicker. And you're under arrest. And I love you, too. Oh, don't. I was I thought I was like, holy shit. Hell yeah. Put her in jail. For what? Breaking my heart. For breaking that little boy's heart. Jack cupped her beautiful face in his hand. What's the statute of limitations on wagon ass? (laughs) <laughs> Jack cupped her beautiful face in his hands Ooh, wasn't sure what he was going to cup there And brought his lips to hers Sealing their future with a kiss That brought joy and hope and faith In the warm healing waters of Wishing Wells Where sometimes wishes really do come true don't you love it don't you just love it oh my i love it the end thank you from getting nude and wagging around to falling in love that's the story of life in hopewell town this is us (laughs) boy that was you know average are you kidding me that changed my life oh all right wow all right well uh, are you somewhere in between or no no i think i want to be a lawman now oh no oh boy you can't you're a felon. I'm a misdemeanor. You're an ex-con, buddy. On the run. It's all right. Nobody run. listens to this podcast. So what do you think? Who do you want to cast in this movie? I got some ideas. You got some ideas? Can you have any ideas? I also have some ideas. Some? Well, that's yeah, good to couple. have. Okay. Well, let's hear it. All right. For the titular lawman, yeah. Jack Walker, I'm thinking a young Ted Danson. Yeah. Oh, you know? Oh, Tall. Boy. Not bad. How old do we think he is, Jack? I was thinking he's an older man. He's a sheriff. I was thinking like a Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, in a, in what? A Twelve person town. I mean, how old do you really have to be to be sheriff? This guy was like twelve or thirteen. He's, this guy was patrolling at twelve. That's right. what I'm saying. I was gonna cast a uh, Chalamet. Okay, we got a Chalamet. We've got a Chalamet. We need a Chalamet Oscar alarm. Oscar Buzz. If we could have a Chalamet alarm that every time you mention Chalamet, it's like uh, the word of the day on Phoebe's Playhouse. Loving the Texas law kid sounds a little bit worse. Loving the Texas law boy. Well, he's a man. Well, he hasn't had his bar mitzvah yet. He's 12. Who are we casting for, uh, what's her name, the wife? Jillian Lane. Well, guys, we're in Texas, right? It's going to be Andy McDowell. <laughs> a little older than what I imagined. I mean, with Tommy Lee Jones, that makes sense. But with your, with, with uh, Chalamet, that seems a little incongruent. Why? Because they went to school together? <laughs> You're, yeah. Honestly, yeah. It's a faux pas. Uh, Ganesh, any thoughts? Who are we casting for the wife? No, I'm, I'm fine with Andy McDowell. As Andy long as we McDowell. can go with Ted Danson. Damn. All right. Fine. Ted Danson and Andy McDowell. Let's do it. Okay, so who else? Monty. Monty. Oh, man. Uh, I have I'm, a gr- rest in peace, but I'm picturing the the dad from Frasier. Oh, Martin Crane. Mm, 
perhaps. Rest in peace. I was picturing Richard Dawson from Running Man. Perhaps. The host of Match Game. Or not Match Game, I'm sorry. Family Feud. 70s Family Feud. I'm thinking. Host of Match Game is Gene Rayburn. He would not fit for this. The dad from the OC with the eyebrows. Peter Gallagher. Man, that guy rules. But he's not really a Western Texas type. They could pull it off. Just throw a cowboy hat on him. Yeah, it's acting. Yeah. They Give act. him a bolo tie. How hard is it to act like a dipshit? I do it every week. Yeah, sure. Act. You act like a dipshit. Man. All right. That book was fine. It was fine. This episode, if I had to rate it on a scale of one to 10, I would say it was fine. Just fine. Five? Uh, f- uh, yeah. Fine. Do you uh, think fine means five? Five is fine. Fine is five. I'm no linguist, five? but. Fine. That seems obvious. Yeah. We've got most of the letters there. Yeah. I think we're close. Okay. So is that it? Is but that on the a scale from one to five? It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Unless you're just like, that's fine. Shane, take a nap. <laughs> is this is this the end of the show? Ganesh, he's giving me the wrap up sign. I'm going to go in on a limb and say that means this is the end. Let's end the show. Thanks for listening to us. You can find us at bookclubpodcast.com, AMZ and Book Club on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You can reach us at AMZ and Book Club at gmail.com. You can tweet us, whatever. Who gives a shit? Don't, you know, don't even, don't, don't talk to us. All right. Uh, thanks. Thanks to Morris Reese for the music. Chris Lingos for the art. Have a good Thanksgiving. Or this came out afterwards. Okay. Happy holidays. Sure. Sure.